You there, adventurer? Yes, you. Do you desire knowledge of immense worlds and arcane power? A codex of untold stories and lore? Or perhaps simply easy listening for your daily commute? Then feast your eyes, or more accurately, ears, upon Dungeonpedia. Shit's about to get nerdy in here. everyone, and welcome to Dungeonpedia, an exploration into the lore of Dungeons and Dragons. We're your hosts, Lynn Markell. Taylor Stanfield. And I'm Travis Beasley. Oh my god, you guys! It's happening! It's happening! Oh god, it's happening! Okay, so... It's um, happening. Regardless of whether or not you uh, plan to listen to our uh, actual play podcast, which, totally get it if it's not your thing, but regardless of that, like... We're hype. We're hype for, I mean, everyone will understand this, the hype for a new campaign. Yes. In T minus less than 24 hours. Is that what T, that means T minus, right? I think so. Okay. Yes. Because that would be less, less than yeah, time. Yeah, because it's counting down. Yeah. 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 T minus less than 24 hours. Yes. Yeah. We will be starting our very first session in... Our very... Like, 14 hours. Our very zeroth session. You stole my joke. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was what I was going to say. I was really proud of it. Oh, it was a it good was, joke. I thought it was funny. It was funny. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Anyway. I mean, okay. That might make people not want to listen to it, though, because that's what we think is funny. So <laughs> so I'll understand if it... If you don't... If you won't think it's funny. Yeah, but the same humor is in this podcast, and people apparently listen to this one, so... I mean, I assume if you're hearing this, you're probably listening to this podcast, so you've already been trapped. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> God. We are sorry and not sorry at the same time. Sorry, not Thanks sorry. Thanks for listening. <laughs> but in any case, like... we are getting... Ready. Like, the table is set up. The tablecloth is on it. My mini is in transit. My dice are within reach. Mine aren't, but they're close. Mine are... Yours are still in jail. Oh, yeah, no, mine are within reach. No, that 1d20 is still in jail and has been for, like, six months because fuck him, he's a bad boy. He's not learned his lesson. <laughs> he's a bad boy. He's nasty. a bad dice. He's a nasty And boy. every time I pull him out... To see if he's going to roll any better, he rolls shitty for me, so he goes right back in. He's institutionalized, Travis. That's the problem. And since he's a metal dice, at some point he might get melted down. I will melt him and turn him into a mini weapon. That you can use to stab yourself in the eye when you're frustrated by your own dice rolls. <sighs> don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't stab yourself in the eye. Just stab yourself in like the arm or something. No, I'll just give like... One of our cool minis, a cool weapon. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like that would produce more... I mean, I don't know about this kind of thing. This is more your wheelhouse, Travis. I don't know how much, like, workable product that die would produce. Because it's not that much smaller than a mini, and I'm sure it's a lot bigger mass-wise. Yeah, admittedly, it probably wouldn't give a whole lot, but it might give me enough for, like, an arrow. Well, I'm saying it might give too much. You can make a metal toothpick. Make a metal toothpick, yes. That's all they get. Um, you get nothing. 
That's that's what I picture a lot of uh, uh, daggers with. Some of the artwork makes them look a little toothpicky, or like um, like little fencing swords, like a Ooh, fencing sword. For I like that. A, t- a gnome can just use a toothpick as a fencing sword, <laughs> and a dragonborn can use it literally as a toothpick. Yeah, actually, a dragonborn might be able to use it as a splinter. Oh, <laughs> or just anything. A They're... master splinter. <laughs> no, no, we're not talking about Nazumi today. No. We are talking about Dragonborn, though. Oh. Yeah. So you, you hit one. One round. Got him in one. <laughs> got it in two. Damn it. Well, actually, Travis got it in one, but whatever. Admittedly, that intro was a little... We're just... We're excited. Sporadic. We are very excited. Yeah, we're, we're so just... Excited. We're just jumping around everywhere, because we're all, we're all hype. But we have to hammer it down. Now, Dragonborns, go. Tell me about them. Tell me about the dragons. Okay. There, there is a little bit about dragons in, in this, but make no mistake... Dragonborn and dragons are different. Okay. This just in, if you didn't know. Are they, though? No, they really are. Okay. They really are, and we're going to talk about how they're different. Good. Um, Because I'm sure there's a lot of... uh... Because, yeah, I mean, I know that a lot of people were like, aren't they basically just like descendants of dragons and blah, 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 blah. Right. There are different stories, obviously, depending on... Exactly. Yeah. I can So. Or I stop. You continue. (laughs) (laughs) I I continue. Hmm. This is we're, gonna be. We're uh, we're really we're really hype, guys. Um, it might not come out great, but we're really hype. This is what happens when we're hype. We just get completely discombobulated. That's such a fun word. It's I know, right? Okay, no dragonborns. Okay. Dragonborn. Go. All right. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like in all of our previous episodes where we've talked dedicated about a race, right? We start way back. Uh-huh. We go way back. We're actually not going too far back for Dragonborn. Okay. Oh. They made their first appearance in 3.5. <gasps> Just like Tieflings. Yeah, Tieflings were kind of the exception. Oh, well, to... actually, Tieflings came in too. Yeah, Never mind. Didn't they? Yeah. I thought they came earlier. Yeah, Tieflings came in second or third edition. Never mind. Yeah, but they weren't uh, player races whenever Tieflings first came out. Uh, they they were when Planescape uh came out in right. second or third edition. So they weren't basic book player races, but they were still playable. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, Dragonborns start off at 3.5. Yeah, but which they, is really late. Yeah, which is pretty which is pretty late for Yeah, I mean compared to the other player races. Compared yeah, exactly. And they were not player races in 3.5. Really? They were strictly enemies? Kind of. Or just like NPCs, I guess. Basically. Yeah. Um, so like stuff you find in the monster manual, but wouldn't necessarily just yeah, be for monsters. Right. You wouldn't, um, you wouldn't, I feel like for, for most parties, you wouldn't end up in a place where a dragonborn would be your enemy unless you're an evil party, which we'll okay. talk about that. So they were introduced in the 3.5 supplemental material called Races of the Dragon, which came out in 2006. Right. So Dragonborn are younger than me, probably mm-hmm. younger than you listening, unless you're 13. In yeah. which <laughs> in which case, please, like... Do your homework. Or, like, do your parents know? Are they cool with it? Because let's be honest, this is not a... We uh, say a lot of cusses. Yeah. We do a cuss every now and then. And we, we talk about that. themes. Yeah. Oh. I that, was just going to say... Someone went PG with it. Someone went adult I mean, only with it. I'm accurate. Which is to say that who went where with that would actually surprise you. That I didn't go to the adult only. It's still accurate. Like Anyway, if you're 13, at least do your homework. 
<laughs> Anyways, so um, Dragonborn are really young. Dragonborn are really young in the sense of when they appeared as as a race in in the real world. What about in the D&D world? Not usually. Ah. So not okay. only are they really different in 3.5 for the fact that they are not a player race, they're also different from their later depictions in that they aren't how you usually picture a race. Okay. And by that, they are described, this is a direct quote, they are described as being not born, they are reborn. Okay. I'll explain what that means. Okay, because right yeah. now the only thing I'm You're, thinking of is like those races that are like specifically have reincarnation built into their beliefs. Okay, so Dragonborn are created to fight in the war between Bahamut and Tiamat. Okay. Because if you if you listen to our Tiamat episode, you know what their whole deal is. Bahamut and Tiamat hate each other. Yeah. They're, they're siblings, but also they're diametrically opposed. And they hate each other a lot. And also they hate each other. Did we mention that they hate each other? Tiamat is a, like, crazy, like, chaotic... Uh, yeah, she's the, the evil queen of the chromatic dragons. And Bahamut's a paladin. Yeah, he's the, he's the <laughs> king of the good metallic dragons. And he's a paladin. Basically. Basically. So, dragonborn are, or were, rather, Bahamut's answer to Tiamat's spawn... Which we also talked about in our Tiamat episode, but to say Tiamat spawn, like, yeah, yeah, whatever visual you have is probably correct. Because Bahamut doesn't believe in breeding pawns for their conflict like Tiamat does. Right. And instead, he gains warriors for his cause from voluntary humanoid participants. Okay. Um, and he does so by issuing a calling mm-hmm. to some. So every dragonborn is born as another race. They're a human, they're an elf, they're a halfling, whatever. And they begin to hear this beckoning call from Bahamut, usually before they even reach adolescence. Oh. And it's described as, this is another direct quote, taking the form of a courteous mental question, asking if one's heart and soul are able and willing to undertake dedication to a noble and arduous purpose, protecting the world from the spawn of Tiamat. Huh. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. That's different, but okay. It's pretty cool. So Bahamut lays out everything that a potential supplicant would be giving up by Mm -hmm. undertaking this this path. Their original racial identity, their loved ones, the freedom to broadly pursue anything else that doesn't have to do with... Destroying Tiamat and spawn. Exactly. And it says, in return, they receive only Bahamut's love. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to take all of this stuff away from you, but, but you get my love. Bahamut loves me, this I know, for the dragon tells me so. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. So despite despite the fact that it sounds like kind of a raw deal, like people do it. Right. So after accepting the call, a supplicant must fast and meditate for 24 hours, which is a long time to do either of those things. Yeah. And during this time, they reflect more on the cost of becoming a dragonborn. Uh, And when completed, they crawl inside of an egg that they have 
created themselves from the scales of metallic dragons. So they like assemble mm-hmm. assemble this from like cast Wait, where scales. the hell did they get the scales from? From other dragonborn. Like other dragonborn are like, oh, hey. Hey, welcome to the club. Welcome Here's to the club. Scales. Here's some scales. Okay. Okay. All right. So they make their own egg out of scales. They get inside of it and they sleep for the last time in their original body. So they sleep for a full day, which I wish I could do that. Oh, God, no kidding. Can you imagine? So after sleeping for a full day, they break through the egg as a draconic version of themselves. Oh, man. And as a child of Bahamut. Okay, that's actually kind of badass. So it only takes a day of incubation? Yes. I wish it only took that long in our favorite dragon pet site. (laughs) (laughs) Not a sponsor. So Add me. How long does this whole process take from, like, like start hours. to finish? Like, 48 hours. 48 hours. Well, the whole, the whole like, right thing takes, like, 48 hours. Right. Because you fast and meditate for 24 hours, and, and then, then... You, you get in your egg and you sleep for 24 hours. Okay. So but... it only takes... How to become a dragon in two days! So it probably takes a little bit longer, considering the fact that Bahamut has to come to you, and then you have to talk to him about it, and then you have to think about it, and then you have yeah. to be like, okay, yeah. Sure, sure. I'll do it. Fuck I mean, my family anyway. I don't think he like he physically comes to you. It's like in your brain. But still. Though to be yeah, fair, I kind of Bahamut. Yeah. Like if it <laughs> if it like okay, like I said, it still does sound like kind of a raw deal, but like if Bahamut himself came to me physically and was like, yo, do you want to be a dragon person? I'd be like, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. Sign me up. I get to be a dragon person. Uh, Hell what's, yeah. what's the problem here? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. I don't uh, no. whatever. No, you I have can't to be, you have to be. meditate. Uh, I can't be a human anymore? Okay. No big deal. Whatever. Whatever. Humans suck anyways. Now, I would be screwed in the part of making my own egg because I am just not that good at building things. (laughs) (laughs) You say that like we did not, like, basically handcraft the additional part of this table and also make our recording studio basically from scratch. Yeah, but that was with the help of my father, who is way better at this stuff and actually went to school... For carpentry and woodworking and stuff whenever he was younger. So what they'd have to do is they'd have to provide you one that was already like 75% complete. Yes. And you just like hot glue some on there and then you're good to go. I just stick <laughs> one scale. One scale and be like, I did it! But it's and like lopsided and like sticks out really bad from the other ones. But the other dragonborn are still proud of you. Yes. So the cool thing about this process is that the dragonborn still resembled themselves in their original racial incarnation, particularly in the size department. Oh. So, oh my god, yes! Yep, yep. So, the, wh- Easy when- with the audio capture there. Sorry. It's okay. I got, I got hype. Yeah, it's very exciting. And the art for this is really good, too. Oh my god, So, okay. when you become a dragonborn, you grow in size by a few inches in, like, a weight category, because dragonborn are, they're big, they're strong. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're still, like, in the same kind of... Like, a formerly halfling dragonborn is going to be smaller than a formerly elven dragonborn. So you just have this tiny, three-foot-tall dragon person. Just fucking running around like, hey, I'm a dragon now. Hey, have you heard the good word of Bahamut? Dragon, woo! And I was like, wait a minute, weren't you, like, Like, a week ago a halfling? Yep, it's great! All I had to do was crawl inside an egg! (laughs) Well, would have been easy for your size, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Theirs are easier to make because they're smaller. Exactly. Um, so they lose. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> That's the fast track to being a dragonborn is just be a halfling. Just be short. So they lose most of their racial abilities. And when I say most of, 
I mean most of like the special ones. They have you still have your same size. You still know right. all the languages you did. Yeah, it's not like that's gonna, like... Yeah, so, like, size, languages, movement, speed, that stuff's all the same. But any, like, you know, like, if you were a gnome and you had, like, gnomish illusion magic, you wouldn't have that anymore, that kind of thing. Okay. Because um, you're not a gnome anymore. Exactly. So, Sad. after this... Yeah. But also... Dragon. Like, exactly. So... Like, a gnome-sized dragonborn. Yay. Who still has the little gnomish, like, anime eyes. Yes. Can you imagine? Um, yes, and I'm loving it. I know, right? So after this, they and you lose like your racial ability score bonuses, right? Um, and you gain bonuses to your constitution and a reduction to your dexterity, and also you have the ability to pick from one of three branching paths. And I say you, your your dungeon master, would make right. these characters. Though I would imagine that at some point somebody read this and went to their DM and was like, "I want to be. I want to be this. <laughs> I want to be a dragon." You can't be a dragon. I want to be a dragon. I'll be a dragon born. Then. Well, it's that's it's funny. That's literally why they were introduced. Yeah. So these three branching paths are heart, which gives a dragon born breath weapon, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you know most of you are probably familiar with. Right. Mind, which enhances the dragon born senses and gives them access to things like dark vision and blind sense at higher hit dice. And wings, which is yes. exactly what it yes. sounds like. Because yes. Dragonborn typically don't have wings. But you can get them. You can make a Dragonborn in 3rd edition that has, or 3.5, that has wings. Um, it's worth noting that wings Dragonborn can only truly fly at higher hit dice. Earlier on, they're just like, they just add to your jump and, you know, you can glide. I'll say they probably give you like the slow fall ability. Right. Not necessarily that ability, but the ability to slow fall yeah. and glide. Yeah. And then at higher Kinda levels. Kind of like Spyro. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's a pretty good image is Spyro the Dragonborn. Yeah. Somebody somebody make that. Please. This is like a pre. See, and now I find myself very torn because I love breath weapon Dragonborns. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, if I was going to create one, would I want that? Or the ability to fly whenever I level yeah, up? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because flying would be so fucking handy. Oh, like, man. I know. Like, I wish I could fly. Like me, just me. Just me. Like, not even... Well, you also wish that you could be a dragon a little bit. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right. I know I'm right. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> I don't know what I would pick, honestly. Breath weapon or flight. Meh, flight. Never mind. I mean, that yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easier. I don't know. Breath weapon is just so cool because you just... Bleh, bleh, bleh. And then just acid. Acid everywhere. Mm-hmm. So there's a few other, because uh, they're they're quite different than when they were adapted later to be a player race. So right. Dragonborn as a 3.5 live longer than they do in later editions. They are reborn as like adults, adult Dragonborn, and they enter middle age at 200 years post rebirth. So like it doesn't matter how old you were before. When you're reborn, you basically start at a baseline Dragonborn yeah, age. Yeah, you're you're. You know, physical prime, ready to fight. You um, could, I mean, basically extend your life at that point. Like, say Bahamut comes to you early on and you're like, yes, I'll do it, but not until I'm like 60. Mm-hmm. And then you get to about that age, you reborn as a dragonborn. You reborn. You reborn. Yeah, my you brain reborn. malfunctioned. It's okay. It happens. You're reborn as a dragonborn and then you basically just start all over as a dragonborn cycle of life. Well, see, Bahamut probably wouldn't vibe with that because that's kind of a cheat. Well, it's it's like it would be your your motivation to do that would probably be seen as pretty selfish. 
Because you just kind of. I mean, his motivation is to fight his fucking sibling, so. Her sibling who's evil. That's kind of selfish, too. Evil. Evil. So they are middle aged, 200 years post rebirth, and become uh, venerable, excuse me, at 400. Um, But it's stated that because of the pretty violent nature of their purpose most of them right. die young right see i i fire i fired back at you travis because i just sometimes i just feel the urge to disagree with whoever's talking um <laughs> it's a it's a trait of mine that i'm working on but as cool as it is there's like a couple things about this that stick out to me as being kind of fucked up because like don't get me wrong the whole thing with tiamat and her spawn is kind of messed up that they're like they're born for this right, right. and they're nasty but they nasty. They nasty. And even though, like, Bahamut doesn't, like, make people do this. Right. He asks for volunteers. That was the whole point of, like... But it's still kind of... Something about it reads is kind of messed up to me. And what really reads is messed up to me is the fact that most people receive this call before adolescence. Yeah, that feels like... It... So if, if somebody just said yes right then, like, that's a child soldier, Bahamut. That's a child soldier. That's a child soldier. That's, that's a little, not good. That's a little, hmm. Hmm. Because, like, what 12-year-old kid wouldn't be like, yeah, I'll be a dragon. Okay. Or just saying yes to the fact that a god is calling to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking of right now? The fact that um, in Star Wars, you have to be really young to agree to be a Jedi. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they won't, like, they, they don't typically take adults. And also, like, they... Fucking, like, have you make that life decision at, like, three or four? Yeah, Yeah, but their whole thing is also slightly different just because, like, you have to train for your whole adolescence with the Force and the lightsabers and... Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, it's this, you're just being reborn as a fucking... Not a dragon, but... Yeah. A Mm dragon-born-ish creature. Yeah. It's still fucky. then you're just thrown into the midst of like, hey, go fight these spawn. Bye. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's not supposed to be framed as being a little bit messed up. But But it is messed up. It is a little bit. Like, it's Um, just just plain and simple. I mean, like. Yeah. That's just. (laughs) It's rough. It's rough. It's rough out there. And and so there's kind of a, a society for these dragonborn that is built around their purpose. Right. So, like, they don't they don't have a society just to have a society. But, you know, you'll find them as, like, you know, compatriots with each other. Right. Or, because, okay, when I said about not pursuing other ends that don't have to do with fighting Tiamat's spawn, that doesn't mean that a dragonborn is just constantly just going on raids of chromatic dragon settlements and all this kind of thing. Right. But it it is something that what they're doing might, like, it might not be immediately apparent, but everything they're doing has a purpose. Yeah. Towards them fighting Tiamat and her spawn, her influence. So, like, if you have a dragonborn that's, like, tagging along with your adventuring party, going to raid a crypt to get a weapon, like a a super secret magical artifact, you know, yeah, that's not going out and raiding an encampment of people, like, you know, Cult of the Dragon or whatever, but, like, maybe, you know, this Dragonborn compatriot wants that. Or something else that's for there. their Yeah, for their fight against Tiamat. Right. You know what I mean? So. They mostly just don't. They, they're they usually pursuing fighting Tiamat, and they will, would never do anything to actively, like, go away from that. Exactly. Because what happens when you do that? Because the it, it was stated that it's not like if a person is a Dragonborn, 
that they're immediately locked into being a lawful good hall monitor. But because it's 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 war. War yeah. is messy. So Bahamut has more of a tendency to overlook like certain alignments. If a dragonborn does something kind of shady in in their in their quest, then like what he would be doing himself. Mm-hmm. But if you more or less break your kind of oath, oath to Bahamut and you start going and doing a bunch of really evil shit or, you know, you betray the cause, you will no longer be a dragonborn. And that means that you'll get really sick and your dragonborn form will physically sloth off of you. Ugh. And you'll wake oh up again God. as you're, yeah. And he'll be really disappointed in you. You don't want to disappoint Bahamut. So at that point, you just go back to whatever race you were prior. Mm-hmm. That's really fucking weird. I know, it's probably gross, right? Yeah. Just, like, shed this shell off of you and just... Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, like a snake skin. Yeah, yeah. that's... Um, and it's just, like, there in a little pile. Ew. After... Getting really sick. Yeah. yeah. So on top of being really painful. sick, suddenly you have like your skin just kind of peel off of you and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's cool. So that's, you know, that's Dragonborn in, in 3.5. They're, you know, they were made to be encounters. Like, I don't I don't feel like you would see them as enemies very often unless you're playing a party that's a little more geared towards evil. Right. Just because like. It, it would just be, like, things that you could encounter, like... Exactly. Oh, you stumble upon a group of dragonborn and they need your help. Yeah, to get this thing. They're quest givers. Ha-ha. And they're also, like, cool... Tagalongs. Yeah, they're, mm-hmm. like, uh, they're like guests. They're cool tagalongs. Yeah, they're, they're guests in your party and they're great because they have infinite high potions. Yes. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. So, that's mm-hmm. them in, in 3.5. But in... Their next incarnation, they're actually player characters. Because everyone was like, yes, dragons, I want to be that. And finally, Wizards of the Coast? Yes. Uh, Yes, this is Wizards of the Coast. Let's do it. They answered answered everybody's prayers. So, Dragonborn as player characters in 4th edition. Doesn't exist. Uh, Okay, can we bring 4th edition back just one more time to talk about this? Fine. Okay. Just this once. Just this once. It'll be and a lot more than that. I'm just <laughs> Because fourth edition does exist. Yeah. Sorry. It's real. <sighs> um, but we are going to talk about Dragonborn adapted as player characters after we take a break. Yeah, I knew it was. Yeah. Coming. You know, if at any point to take a break, it's best to do it on fourth edition. <laughs> I got to get prepared for this shit. Brace yourself. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our episode about Dragonborn this week. Woo! Dragons. I love dragons. I know, and I, I especially am enjoying these discoveries that I didn't know about Dragonborn. I hope you guys are too. Yes. yes it's they have some very interesting origins. Very um, interesting. Yeah, but if you are enjoying the podcast, um, please consider contributing to our Patreon at Dungeonpedia. We have some tiers available. We have one that's just a... Like, like a thank you tier. Yeah, basically. That's like a dollar a month, and then... Like five dollars for access to our notes, and ten dollars for access to uh, extra ep- extra short episodes that we release, as well as access to all previous, all content. previous yeah. ones yeah. as well. If you are interested, we are coming out with our actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast 
going to be coming out real soon. And it's called Projectile Dysfunction. And we'll have updates at Twitter at Projectile Cast. As it stands right now, I want to say we're trying to plan it to release around November, early November. Early to mid-November. But we'll get an actual specific date later on, so follow us on that Twitter account for the updates, and then you'll get to listen to us actually play Dungeons & Dragons. Well, if the dysfunction in the title gives you any hint, we're yeah. going to try to play Dungeons & Dragons. Well, we're definitely going to play Dungeons & Dragons. It will just be like whether or not our characters succeed. That's true. Yeah. Uh, while you're at that and uh, just chilling on Twitter, go ahead and follow us there at Dungeonpedia, as well as our Instagram and our Tumblr, which is all at the same handle. We managed to get all of just at Dungeonpedia for everything, so follow us there, and you can follow our updates too, because that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, if you have any suggestions, comments, concerns, corrections, anything you wish. Special offers. Special offers. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, you can send us an email at dungeonpedia.podcast.gmail.com. We love receiving anything and everything from Everyone. our fans and everybody. Even if it is a criticism of like, hey, you guys need to like... Learn to pronounce things. Yeah. Then we're <laughs> like, okay, yeah, we do. It's You're fine. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts and you can get notifications of new episodes. I've also been informed that Buzzsprout's like audio player doesn't have a volume control setting which i actually never realized before until someone had told us that and i went to look and i couldn't find the volume control setting on there so it doesn't does it if you're having issues with it being too loud or too quiet and you need that control you might just listen to us on another platform yeah (laughs) while you're on another platform such as itunes remember to rate us and review us it helps us you know get some get noticed basically mm-hmm. and notice us <laughs> you don't have to but it would be greatly appreciated and also along that same vein if you will help us spread the word tell your friends tell anyone hey anyone will listen i have this podcast i listen to it's just a bunch of nerds i thought you might be interested in it because you too are a fucking nerd we you- mean that in the lovingest way possible yes yeah. nerd is a good thing yes uh, we always like to throw out our big thank you to Alexander Nakarada for our theme song, Blacksmith. Gotta throw that in there as always. It's a great song. We love it. Yeah. Thank you, Alexander. And with that, no further ado, we're just going to go back to the podcast. Back, back to the to- Dragonborn. Yeah. Everybody decided that they wanted to play dragon people. For good reason. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't blame them. There's a, there's actually, um, I had never, I had never noticed this before. Because I've never, for real, played 4th edition. Yeah. I say for real. I've never even approached playing 4th edition. But there's a cute little thing at the front of each, like, player race. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe classes, too, in 4th edition. I really don't know. That's like, you should play a Dragonborn if. Yeah. And the, fir- the first heading on it is, you want to be a dragon. <laughs> I mean, they knew who they were targeting. Exactly. They, they like, who want to be dragons. Which is everyone. Yes. I just correct. got assaulted by this gnat. I know. It's been over here. It's not a gnat. I don't know what that is. It's a I tiny know. little flying bug. It's not a gnat, but... What is a gnat, but bigger? A, Tweet at us. A Tell good us. gnat. Oh. Anyway, so... <laughs> if you want to be a dragon, you should be a dragonborn. Exactly. Because there okay. are two kinds of people in the world. There are people who want to be dragons and liars. <laughs> I agree with you. So, 
if you want to be a dragon and that takes priority over you wanting to be an elf or anything else, then you play a dragonborn. So they're pretty different in fourth edition mechanically, but they look the same. Okay. Um, which is to say they are humanoid dragons. They have scales. Um, right. They have like horns and like a crest. Nice. Like a frilly crest, which is actually important. But unfortunately, to the visual of Dragonborn I had for years before actually reading a player's handbook, they don't have tails. <laughs> oh no. Hmm. That actually kind of fucks with my visual. Visual. I know. Yeah, a little bit. They don't have tails. Because I feel like people who wanted to do fan art of certain Dungeons & Dragons related things decided that they didn't like that Dragonborn canonically don't have tails. And they were like, you know what? Tails. I'm just going to draw we're this. We're going to give them tails. We're going to, yeah, I'm going to draw this Dragonborn character with a tail. So that was the visual of Dragonborn that I had for the longest time. My city now. Yep. Yeah, so, I had the same visual. Yeah, so like canonically, Dragonborn don't have tails, but like they have tails. I, I recognize that the council made a decision, but given that it was a stupid decision, I've elected to ignore it. Exactly. Um, I reject your reality and substitute my own. Exactly. <laughs> this is all. Um, what other is, references can we make? <laughs> yes. The point is, Dragon, fuck that. Dragonborn have tails. They absolutely do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they're all just big now. Um, their size has been standardized to just over six feet tall or like six and a half feet tall. And they've exchanged their uh, penalty to dexterity for a bonus to charisma. Because how cool is a talking dragon? Uh, very cool. <laughs> the just... coolest, actually. Like, I just, I feel like if a dragonborn walked out to me and was like, hey, give me your money, I just would do it. Just fair enough, yeah. Not even threateningly, just like, hey man, give me your money. I'd be like, here you go. Can I do anything else for you? Would you like the shirt off my back? <laughs> Would you, you like wanna, a massage? Do you want to go out later? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Whoops. I don't care that he's so big. I'm going to take Red Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I I vined. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, uh, I'm just imagining a big like hulking dragonborn like trying to fit in a little booth. <laughs> With like eating some eating a burger, yes, some steak fries, yes, yes. Oh my god! Oh, I want Red Robin steak fries now. Not sponsored. I just want food. Well, okay, let's uh, well, let's we'll, get through this and then we can eat. Well, yeah, yeah, we can eat after this. So they have a breath weapon now. All of them. Mm-hmm. An individual dragonborn will choose from the elements of fire, cold, lightning, poison, or acid. Okay, um, fire, acid. I don't know. At the same time, though, lightning is pretty. I was cool gonna too. say lightning. Yeah, for lightning. Me. Like, can you imagine a... like just shooting lightning out of your mouth like it's fucking nothing, <sighs> just crackling everywhere? Mm-hmm. And just... Anyway. Yeah, I mean they're all they're all cool. They're all compelling when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, it's worth noting that dragonborn come mostly in shades of brown right. and like mustier reds and they their coloring rarely reflects the colors of actual chromatic or metallic dragons like you sometimes kind of end up in that zone right but most of the time you don't but like, they're most definitely a separate yes yeah it's thing. not it's mm-hmm. n- okay they're not just they're not just humanoid it, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about what they are actually. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Because this this provides a very different origin story to Dragonborn than three point five does. Right. Um, they live shorter lifespans than they did in three point five. Um, they mature significantly faster than humans. Um, well, I say significantly. They're considered like full fledged adults at fifteen. Damn. Oh dang! I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I was basically an adult at fifteen. 
Just kidding. Um, no. I, I most definitely was not. But they have about the same lifespan. Okay. Like, they live about as long as humans. They just mature faster. So and they have more, like, adulthood years. Exactly. Yeah. And psychologically, they are... They they have very big personalities. Like right. they're they're a proud people, and they value honor in and outside of combat, adventure, and continuous self improvement. Okay. Yeah. So they're a they're good people. They yeah. sound like the good guys. Yes. <laughs> it's almost like they might be. It's almost like <laughs> they're designed for people to play as. Damn. Who would have guessed? So. Since they no longer hatch from, well, they hatch from eggs, but they don't hatch from eggs that they made themselves. Right. They were now they're they were people before. Yeah. There is a different origin story, and by different origin story, I mean that there are collections of legends about how Dragonborn came to be, and not one of them is entirely true. But it's like each one of them reveals something different. Like something that is true. Okay. Um, I, I, I can get behind that. So there are three primary stories that have been shared. Um, the first is that Dragonborn were created alongside the dragons when Io fused astral spirits with raw elemental power. See our episode on Asgarath slash Io. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dad's Grath. <laughs> Dad's Grath. Dad's Grath. That is what we called it. The, the dragon dad. <laughs> So the greater of these beings became the dragons, and the lesser became the dragonborn. So they're less powerful, but no less draconic. And this obviously posits that dragonborn and dragons are kind of the same thing. Yeah. Just different. The second posits that Io created the dragons, and when he was later killed by a primordial named Eric Huss, the two halves of his perfectly bisected corpse mm-hmm. became Tiamat and Bahamut. Right. Yep. And that the splattering of his blood became the dragonborn. Yeah. Right. Wherever the blood landed, it spawned dragonborns. Exactly. The third, and by campaign time, least popular and orated of these was that the dragonborn were created before both humanoids and dragons. Ooh. Um, and they were meant to be Io's companions and, you know, fill his courts and make art and do cool stuff. Right. Um, and that dragons were later created to be his soldiers in the Dawn War against the Primordials. Okay. Yeah, I do remember reading a little bit about that one, too. And I was like, that seems so weird to have the dragonborn before the dragons. Mm-hmm. And this also suggests that the dragonborn form is the perfect form. Right. It's like the it, like the dragons are more... Yeah, like yeah, primal. like because you you think of like dragonborn as like offshoots of dragons usually like like if you think dragonborn you'd basically just think oh humanoid dragons mm-hmm. you don't think dragons oh big giant monster dragonborn exactly but this posits that that's how that is right however what is important about all these is that the consensus is that dragonborn were made from Io and not from Tiamat or Bahamut. Right, so... Mm-hmm. Which really separates them from their incarnation in 3.5, where they were made from Bahamut. Yeah. Or by Bahamut, of Bahamut, For whatever. Bahamut. Bahamut, Bahamut. However you want to look at it. They they went from being one race chosen mm-hmm. to then become a dragonborn to they're just born dragonborns created by... Right. Exactly. Io. And they're not created in the same way that, like, you know, chromatic dragons were from Tiamat, yada yada. Yeah. Yeah. Right. These are straight from the source. The um, draconic source. Yes. So, 
the Dragonborn, that's their that's their series of creation myths. Right. Um, and their history is kind of sad. Um Aww. because despite the fact that they're very young, a very young race in like real world time, in like campaign time, generally they're considered to be an ancient race that has well passed their glory days. Uh, yeah, I remember something about that when um I was covering Tieflings, actually. Yeah, they they hmm. have uh, they have some tanglings with tieflings. Some tanglings with tieflings. Title of your sex tape. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> the uh, last recorded Dragonborn Empire was that of Arcosia. Yeah, yeah. I knew that would ring a bell. Yeah, uh, which existed before any of the prominent human empires. Arcosia was a collection of city-states, which at that point was the most common general societal gathering of dragonborn. Right. Um, and these seven city-states were all under the patronage of a dragon called the Golden One, which is a cool thing to call yourself when you think you're better than everybody else. Um, and, <laughs> and also when you might be gold. Maybe. Catch was he was actually a silver dragon. Oh. <laughs> that was a joke. Oh. Uh, I, I was like, oh. That was a joke. That's weird. Okay. That was, that was a joke. Well, it was yeah. a funny joke. Yeah. No, it wasn't. You had us both... You were like, really? It's like, what I the fuck? I kind of did. For many years, uh, Arcosia enjoyed prosperity and security. However, expansion of Arcosia caused it to come into contact with Baltara. Yay! Which Dick. was the tiefling and devil empire that we talked about in yeah. the tiefling episode. Yep. Yeah. Just a lot of callbacks. So wars raged between Arcosia and Baltaroth for centuries, and between they didn't that, get along. Hmm? I said they did not get along. Yeah, no, they didn't. They did not like each other. So between that and the machinations of the cult of Tiamat, which happened in part because of the external conflict, because you know they were at war, right? So Tiamat saw her chance to move in and on that. Yeah, and people tend to get desperate when there's a lot of war going on. Yeah, so they turn to sources <laughs> they might not otherwise go to. Yeah, exactly. they turn to whatever they think is going to give them like stability, stability, an advantage or which sometimes is a cult. Uh, in this particular case it is a cult. Yes. So between the external and internal conflicts, um eventually Arcosia was left in ruins. Right. Which mm. also Belteroth was. Yeah, it, it was a zero sum victory. Yeah, because they basically on the other side had the same problems going on. Yeah. You know. They just kind of fucked each other up during this whole yeah. war and It was just devils instead of dragons. Yeah. So dragonborn in the future were prohibited from gathering in large numbers when they were in human empires. Because that's cool. Oof. Yeah, that that feels real Oof. bad. Yes, great. That's Oof, we're hitting some uh, racist tones here. Yeah, yeah. It's just like fantasy <gasps> racism. It's just like Skyrim. <gasps> oh, oh wow. No shit. <laughs> anyway, sorry. The Argonians are my favorite in Skyrim. So, so you had some that lived outside of empires that were dominated by other races, and right. they lived in clan structures, which was how they got to city-states because you would have like a clan which was a collection of families that all you know worshipped the same god the same they, like this they gave uh homage to the same patron dragon right and eventually enough of them would gather that it would become like a city-state population wise and resources and things like that yeah so then after the fall of arcosia you would have some dragons who would still live in these clans outside of other empires also, gosh, I love this table. I can gesture broadly out this way. I'm, I know. I know. I'm, I'm gesturing, guys. You, you can't can see it. gesture with that. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm, I'm gesticulating. 
That, mm. You don't like that word? Nope. What, gesticulating? That, you don't like the word gesticulating? That's just a, I love it. It's such a weird, word. weird word. I don't... Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but most commonly, you would find most of them in societies that were dominated by other races that right. lived in smaller family units, which a dragonborn family unit consisted of usually only two members, either a mated pair or a parent and child, because they're weird about love. Hmm. Um, largely dragonborn only wed to have children, and then when their children are old enough, you usually will have one parent just kind of go off with the child, because at that point... Dragonborn are able to function pretty independently by the age of three. Yeah. Like, I think they is when they're three, they're at about the same level of development as a human who is ten. Okay, so it's like, at that point, it's like, you can't go off and be on your own, but, like, if I leave you alone for a few hours, you'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah, you, you, can, can, you can babysit yourself. You can still function enough to not die. But, yeah, Probably. so usually Probably. Once, the, like, once the child is considered, like, more mature... And that, like, three. Yeah, one of the parents will just, like, leave with the child. Like, that's what they do. That's kind of (laughs) weird. Yeah, they don't, they're not, most of them are, and I mean, I'm saying this, you know, I I would imagine that, you know, you could have some, like, a person who wanted their player character to feel differently about this. Right. But they're not huge on love. (laughs) It's mostly just for procreation. And so that was, that was kind of how. I believe in a thing called love. (laughs) <laughs> that that's my impression of a uh, of a bleeding heart dragon of PC. a bleeding heart bardic dragon PC. Oh, I love oh it! Oh my god, you're welcome. <laughs> um, that, you you guys can take that uh, character idea, by the way. The character concept, by all means, take it. Yes. So it's worth noting that I mean, just despite the fact that their empires have long fallen, the dragonborn are still a very proud people. Right. Like, I mean, they believe themselves. They see themselves as children of Arcosia, of mm-hmm. like this grand empire, you know, despite the fact that it doesn't exist anymore. And also worth noting, Dragonborn do not consider tieflings a natural enemy. That's, even though, that's good. Yeah, even though they they have a history of being at war with them, they just don't consider tieflings a natural enemy. They respect them, or they can respect them as beloved compatriots and powerful foes. Nice. I think in, in part because of that history. Well, that's neat. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. And it also makes me just really want, like, a tiefling and dragonborn PC in a party to have, like, a really special buddy cop friendship. Yeah. I oh want that, God. too. It can be the... One of them can be the, the bard that believes in love. Exactly. Like, hey. Hey, I've we've basically made half your freaking party for you. Just take it. There you go. There's your character concepts. Just take and go. What they don't like, though, are devils. Because oh. the dragonborn saw the devils as the real people who were really pulling the strings yeah. in Belteroth. Because they were. Because they were. So they they saw them as being kind of the nasty people that they don't want to associate with. So right. even into the modern campaign time, devils are widely despised by dragonborn. Tieflings aren't, but devils are. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I, I think it's good, like, that they, you mm-hmm. know. Like, a, a, a dragonborn would just see, like, a tiefling. Even, even like, to, to imagine going back to being, like, a tiefling who was actually living in Belteroth at the time. You know, you would just be kind of... Wary? Yeah. 
Oh, like, well, you would just be like, that That person would have just been a person who was, like, doing their best and, you know, fighting for what they believe in. But they saw the, the devils as the people behind the scenes doing the shady shit. Right. So, okay. Yeah. And, I mean, let's face it, who doesn't despise devils in... Dandy. Dandy. No, that's that's a fair point. There are there are a few that don't, Tiamat? but a lot of people yes. despise devils. Well, Tiamat's not a people. Tiamat is not a people. Tiamat's five people. <laughs> Tiamat is five people. She's not. <laughs> but she is one people who is not a people because she is a giant dragon god. Yes. <laughs> so, that's the Dragonborn of 5th edition. And you know what? I'm going to say it. I think they did something right with them. You mean 4th edition? Fuck. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, so in this case, 4th edition... Wait, what's 4th edition? <laughs> nice. 4th edition gets a pass. On Dragonborn, that's On it. Dragonborn. They didn't mess it up, they actually made that better. Yeah, I, I will say I like I like the uh, story of Dragonborn more than in 4th edition than I did in 3.5. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, it was interesting, it's just... There's not. It would if it if they had been a player character race. That kind of would have really boxed you in. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a fun way uh, if you could figure out how to do it. I mean, it's like paladins. If you know if you know what you're doing and you know how to do it, it can be a really good. It time. can be really fun. I feel like you would also just need a party that is like established, like not around that goal, but like in a compatible way. Yeah. So. As I'm sure many of you know, because I misspoke and said 5th edition a second ago, Dragonborn returned in 5th edition. Yay. Yay! And also because everybody loves dragons. Yes. If you don't, you're a liar. Exactly. We've, we've been, over, we've been this. over this. That was established already as a thing. Deal with it. Deal with it. Exactly. So um, they are pretty similar in 5th edition as they were in 4th edition. They've got the same basic Size category, you know, same languages, all that kind of thing. And then a bonus to strength replaces their bonus to constitution, which is like, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's still physical. And they still have their buff to charisma, albeit a little bit smaller uh, in 5th edition. In, in general, 5th edition's numbers tend to be smaller, which is... Yeah, uh, I, I like it. They had a plus two in 4th uh, edition, now they have plus one. Balancing um, purposes. Exactly. Yeah. Can't have your can't have your uh, bleeding heart uh, dragonborn bard be too charismatic. <laughs> Otherwise, everyone will become a bleeding heart. Exactly, bard, bard. <laughs> everyone's bards. No. Okay, but also everyone's bards. Everyone's bards. It's true. That's the way to do it. So they still live in their clan structure primarily, and most dragonborn consider their clan to be more important than pretty much anything else. More important than themselves, more important than, you know, non-blood related friends. Right. More important than the god they worship. Oh. Sometimes. Hmm. And, you know, this is like reflected in the fact that they usually use their clan name before their given name. Okay. Um, and of course, obviously, there's there's exceptions to this. Like, there's backstories laid out, kind of. So you might be a wandering dragonborn who's so you been don't outcast from their clan or, you know, whatever. But most dragonborn are very tight it, with it, their clans. It's the rule and not the exception. Yeah, precisely. Um, and in 5th edition, they have... They still have their breath weapon, but it's based on whichever chromatic or metallic color comprises most of, like, their heritage. Okay. So they're still kind of... It would be unlikely to have a dragonborn that's, like, just straight, like, blue or whatever, but it's based kind of on what their their heritage is, and they gain resistance to that type of damage, 
which is the same draconic ancestry that you find in draconic ancestry sorcerers. Right, right. So, oh, you could just be a you could just be a dragonborn wild magic sorcerer and just get both of them. Oh shit. <laughs> We, we just broke sorcerers. We we did it, guys. Too powerful. Not allowed. Oh. Patch coming out tomorrow. Oh. Oh no. This is what happens when you point out two overpowered things I mean, to the DM. I mean, is they wild get patched? Is wild magic overpowered? I okay. So I really <laughs> liked wild magic. Personally, I mean, I'm not. That's not me saying that if it's not overpowered, it's bad. But right. Um. So that's all I really know about like that in terms of like in terms of like how well it did. I only ever got to level ten with wild magic. I don't know, and like I'll be honest, my sorcerer was not exactly the most um, buff, for lack of a better word, sorcerer. Yeah. But like, because I'm just mostly remembering that table and the funny things on that table. It was so much fun. Like if, if I ever play a sorcerer again, I'm playing another wild magic sorcerer. Yeah. But I just I just broke it. Um, but I feel like just in general, have being able to take two basically have two different um things that for the same class is kind of broken. It's fine. But good job, you broke it. <laughs> it's fine. You broke it. Way to go. Okay. It's fine. So uh that's Dragonborn in the core kind of stuff. And so now we're gonna briefly touch on Dragonborn in Eberron and Dragonborn in the Forgotten Realms. Yeah. So Dragonborn in Eberron are native to the continent of Arganesson. Right. Which is where some dragons chilled out in solitude for a long time. They're still there. Well, okay. Uh, I, I continue <laughs> continue to chill. Yeah, I I'm not I'm not correcting you, I'm just adding on. They are still there. Yeah. They would not like to be bothered. So most of them still live on Arganesson in service to dragons ruling large city-states, kind of like how it was in in 4th edition. Right. And, like, city-states sort of, like, pre-Arcosia. It it did... uh, What you were describing in 4th edition actually sounded familiar to me other than my Tiefling research, but also just from my Eberron research. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much the same structure. But about 14,000 years before campaign time, a large number of them left Arganesson and settled on the coast of Corvair in an area known as Cubara. And eventually, a demon destroyed most of their growing empire, but they eventually recovered. Fucking demons. Um, and fucking demons. Fucking, always fucking demons. So they're there on a portion of coastal Corvair. You know, they had some tangles with goblins. It's fine. Right. Don't they share a lot of area with lizard folk? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I vaguely remember this now. Mm-hmm. And then in the Forgotten Realms, the Dragonborn are actually from a beer, which is the sister planetoid of Toril, which mm-hmm. is where most normal stuff happens. Most normal stuff. That's most where, normal stuff. I mean, that's where Faerun is. Which that's is where the you're... only important part. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> Nothing else in Forgotten Realms no. matters besides Faerun. Exactly. That's a joke. <laughs> like a beer. A beer matters. A beer um, matters. But so, what kind of a beer? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> none of them, because none of them are good. I don't like beer. I don't like beer either. Uh, I like some beer. Shock Top. Shock Top's the only one I can even. Shock Top is pretty good, though. I mean, I like Shock Top. I Not like some sponsored. Sam Adams, Not too. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. God, I wish, though. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I would take yeah, sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Call us. So uh, they ended up in the Forgotten Realms after the Spell Plague. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember that? Ugh. When shit got fucked. Everything got so fucked during that. So basically, the important thing for the Dragonborn that happened during the Spell Plague 
was that a portion of a continent inhabited by the dragonborn was dropped into Toril by the spell plague. <laughs> I love just spell bloop. plague, and it's beautiful. Just like, this shit that gets fucked up. Yeah. Um, the imagery of it getting fucked up is yeah. perfect. So the majority of the dragonborn live in the empire of Tymanther? Timanther? Tymanther. Tymanther. Tymanther sounds good. Sounds yeah. cool. Even if that's not how it's pronounced. It sounds cooler. That is now. That is um, now. That is how it is. Hey, this is a good podcast, everybody. We're good at words. Hey, listen to Benjipedia. They're good at words. We're too fucking hype, guys. It's fine. It's all right. It's all right. Um, and Tymanther is a very militaristic empire, but they're actually very, they're very friendly. They're eager to form relationships with new groups of people on Toril. Hmm. But who they really don't like is the dragons of Abir. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah, so that kind of turns the whole... Oh, boy. You know, patronage of, of dragons and dragonborn yeah. on mm-hmm. its head. Because on Abir, they were... The slaves of the dragons. Oh. Which is really, really messed up when you think about it. A little little bit, yeah. I would would say fairly messed up, actually. Yeah, yeah, because I think they were created for that reason. Well. No, I think that their origins are pretty similar to... How they are now. Their core. Okay. But yeah, they were they were enslaved by the dragons good. on the beer. That's, that's that's good. Good. Yeah, which is which is really messed up because like why would you do that? Why would you do that? It's because everyone because <laughs> slavery's messed up, guys. Slavery is messed up. Hot takes with Lewin and Taylor. Slavery is bad. Slavery's bad, guys. No, I have change in my pocket. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good podcast. It's a good episode of a really good podcast, guys. Fuck me running. Jesus. So they were slaves of the dragons on a beer. A beer. Who had been slaves of primordials. Hmm. It was kind of like the with the, the Kuatoa. They, they were slaves just... first, but then they got some power and then they started doing the slavery thing. And it's like, why, why would you do that? You should know better. It's just everything a, just kind of just, just cyclical. Yeah. Like a like a dragonborn eating its tail. So they have tails. <laughs> So they were slaves to the dragons, and now suddenly they're dropped here. Yeah, exactly. And now they're like, "Hey, hey, 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 fuck you!" No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They uh, they did not like the dragons of a beer. Even, so even the metallics. A, I don't. I got to be honest. I don't know much about because I oh, believe that the dragons in a beer were different than the dragons okay. of Toril. I think. Yeah, because because they were and cre- Toril were created by two different yeah and deities. They deities. were and the dragons of Abir were created by the primordials to be their steeds. To, yeah, literally, literally, which, which is like, fucked I mean, up. Like I mean, I would love to ride a dragon into battle, but I would only ride a dragon into battle if we were like friends and I had their permission. You know what I mean? And they were cool <laughs> with it. Exactly, like a cool dragon friend. We all want a cool dragon friend. Well, since Dragonborn are player races, you can be that cool dragon friend. But what if I just want one? Talk to your friend. Okay. <clears throat> talk, talk to me. I'll play a Dragonborn. <laughs> Good to know. I'm not right now, but I would. So that's uh, all I have pretty much on Dragonborn. Oh, um, yeah. Well, actually, I have one little tidbit Ooh. Oh. that I should have mentioned earlier, probably. But it just oh, came to me. Oh, my. So Dragonborn are... Platypi. They look- a, a, excuse? I'm yeah. s- I'm I'm sorry. Dragonborn, I'm pretty sure Dragonborn are Dragonborn, right? Dragonborn are Platypi. 
this blew my mind because for the longest time, I don't know if this has if this bothers anybody else sometimes, but when there's like a a fantasy race that I think I know where you're going. Yeah, you, you know where I'm going. That it they they give the females titties when it doesn't make a lot of sense for them to have them. Yeah, I, it, it bothers me. It's a little bit of I, a pet, it's a little bit of a pet peeve when it's like, yes, this is a lizard woman, but she has giant bedonkers. Like, because <laughs> lizards don't need bedonkers. Like they're just right there. They like, don't actually like feed their young yeah. like that. Like mm-hmm. bedonkers wouldn't. They're not necessary. Except no for, need for bedonkers. I love for, how we've just taken to calling them bedonkers now. <laughs> I was like, what's another funny, funny sounding word for boobs? Bedonkers. However, female dragonborn find use for them because they lay eggs. Uh-huh. But they are warm-blooded. Huh. Yeah. No, they're warm-blooded. Hmm. This is just my final pedal back to, to maybe misconceptions that people have. They're warm-blooded, and they release heat through the frills in their crests because they don't have hair, so it can just get right out there. Yeah. And through their mouths. They got big mouths. I like mean, you know how like how dogs do. Yeah, they open yeah. their mouths. That's, yeah, yeah. It, that that's fucking wild. And then and then after their offspring hatch from their eggs, they feed them like mammals do. Oh my god! They are platypuses, platypi. I platypum. You know what? Huh. I, I'm okay so, with this. So there is a reason for them to have titties other than horny. Other than horny. I just that wasn't <laughs> what I was expecting. Me either. I was like, okay, they're dragons, so sure, so they're cold blooded. Maybe they like maybe they tacked it on the end there after one of their artists already drew a female with big titties, but they but have a reason. They, they still u- they use them. Yeah, even if it was like a last minute addition, it was like, well, we had to come up with a reason now, so here Since it is. Since you drew this really great art of with this the female dragon donks, <laughs> just huge bedonker donks. <laughs> <laughs> Badungas. <laughs> what are some other funny ways? Oh we... no, nope, nope, nope. We anyway, gotta stop it. Anyway, I just I I remembered that. I I remembered that at the very last moment. I'm and glad had, you remembered that. And I had to circle back because we had to we had to finish strong. I you know what? Because I've always preferred art of dragonborn that don't have titties. Yeah, because but like, they did they did provide a reason in kayfabe for them to have titties. I, I I'm I'm okay with this. Yes. I, I, like, I will take Platypie Dragon. Yes, sword. I am okay with dragon titties. Okay, so... Yeah, so we uh, we, fin- we finished on a high point there. <laughs> we finished strong, guys. Dragon titties. We hey, finished you know strong what? on dragon titties. Hey, you know what? But maybe maybe that's bothered somebody else, and I provided no, I, some I mean, insight into why I, they... I have seen, like, people get bothered. I mean, hell, you you and I have gotten bothered by that kind of stuff in the past, so... Yeah, at least they, they, at least they tried. Yeah. So they next tried. time you see someone draw art of a dragonborn that has titties, don't get mad because they canonically... Have titties. Like it's and okay. a reason. And a reason titties. for them to have them. It's okay. And this if time. you're an artist and you've been drawing them without because it didn't make sense. Now you have the freedom. Now you have freedom. To include them. Do with this information. What you will. What you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if that's all you have, yeah. we should probably go ahead and yeah, end there. Yeah, yeah we're going we're gonna to end on, end on dragon titties. It, yeah. We're gonna end on dragon titties. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you... If you like this, if you like dragon titties, if you if this is your first episode, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Go listen to our actual play podcast. Uh, 
uh, or our other fabulous episodes. This one was good. It just uh, we're, ended we're, with dragon we're, titties. We're, we're a little calmer. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this and you want to listen to it some more, uh, subscribe to us on any podcasting medium. Yeah. Is that the right word? Media that you can find that you enjoy. <sighs> tell your friends if you think that they would like this content. Uh, maybe tell them to skip this episode. <laughs> Don't tell them to start here. Okay, no, yes, yeah, I agree with that. Don't tell them to skip this episode, but tell them to not start here. <laughs> Hey, you wanted to start on episode 30-something, whatever this one is? Don't do that. Start with, like, I don't know, start with our first episode. That one wasn't too bad. That was, of course, that was just getting started. Or we picked the middle, just not this one. Not this, this one. one. Don't start with this one. I'm I'm just going to put that in. That's the name of this episode. Don't start with this one. Oh, man. Follow us on all of our various social media platforms plugged in the ad break. Yeah. yeah. And uh, email us at dungeonpedia.podcast at gmail.com to tell us, Shame how, us. To tell us how much you love or hate dragon titties. Um, also, real quick, if you want to support us, we do have the aforementioned Patreon. Patreon that we created. If you skipped the ad break, go back to the ad break. There's more information about the Patreon there. Or just search. Yeah. Or just go to our Twitter. Yeah, I have it pinned. So you can just click the link there and go. Well, uh, thank you for sticking through this whole episode, you brave soul. Um, <laughs> and we'll catch you next week here on Dungeonpedia with a hopefully calmer episode. Dragon titties. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dragon titties. Jesus Christ. <laughs>